0: But it want, the first thing is, like, take care, taking care of some business because um, you're probably all aware of what's happening in the Middle East. And um, there's neither, with the Father right now, there is neither Jew nor Gentile. Jesus made every man one by his blood. And so we have ties. We have beautiful friends in the Middle East who are in lands that are impacted by what's happening. So because of this connection that the Lord gave to us, now we can take authority. Now we can have a place there where maybe they don't know how to take their authority. And have faith in God to deliver and rescue. So just like you in your daily life, with your family, your walk, you have a seat. And it's not just at your dining room table or at church. Through Jesus, it is together in him, seated at the right hand of the Father. This is the place of victory This is the place of triumph. That's why we can always give thanks to God. Because we don't go to any situation down here in defeat looking up at what are we going to do. No, we are in him at the right hand of the Father. Ephesians says far above all principality and power and might and dominion in this age and in the age to come. So... Like my spiritual mother, she does this every day. She actually sits in a chair, and she sees herself in Jesus at the right hand of the Father. So she looks to the Father because he would be right here. And she says, I am taking my seat. And according to Romans 5.17, you said, I can rule and reign in this life. So we have the word. We have the blood of Jesus. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony from this seat of authority. I don't care if it's a hangnail. I don't care what kind of threat and negative influence, demonic influence wants to come and steal your light, steal your joy, and your strength is in your joy. And if he can shut you down, you will will just lose by default. You are not created to lose. You are created to sit up here in a seat far above all of that. We know that it's in the earth. We live in the world. It's in this world. But we are not of this world. There is a new species, a brand-new creature created in Christ Jesus, that is you. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. If you are born again and said, Jesus, Jesus, I make you Lord of my life. Jesus, I believe. However, if you just said, Jesus, 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 you got saved, you believed, okay? You then instantly became brand new. All things in you spiritually were affected by this confession. It, Pastor Mark says, it is the greatest confession. It stands between a man, his, his eternal life, ex- existence in heaven or hell. This one confession. So we take our place by the blood, by the word, the word of our testimony, and we rule and reign, okay? So there are people in the earth who are under the influence of principalities, powers and rulers of the darkness. Rulers rule over people who are not walking in the light. And through a vision that Brother Hagin had of Jesus, Jesus told him and even, even saved people who are not walking in the light of what they know. So if you are not walking in the light and doing the light, then you are under, you are susceptible to a negative, dark influence. We are not like that. Okay? We are not like that. We will not be like that. Because we always, he always causes us to walk in a life, in our steps, in our path, in triumph. Yes, there's gonna be pressure that comes against us, but we have dominion, we have authority, we rule and reign over that and command it. So this is what happened to me. I had symptoms um, and I just yielded, uh, I don't even remember what the symptoms were now, but they they were lingering. And we're traveling and, you know, just, going, going, going. And I didn't have quality time to like just sit and just get in the word and and focus. It's like periods here, periods there. And I wanted that time of saturation. So I finally got it leaning on the Holy Ghost, looking inside and asking, what is the key to this? These symptoms that are just, I can't get rid of. And I heard this come up i said i am redeemed from the curse of the law i said i am a new creature in christ jesus and i'm redeemed from the curse of the law i said i am healed and every time so that was my that was my utterance that was my confession Every time that symptom would come, I would say, I said, I am healed. Everything in me, everything in me now is influenced by resurrection power. Everything in me is now influenced under the influence of my cells, my my organs, are under this influence, in influence dominates, the resurrection life dominates the cells, the molecules. So I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. My body is quickened in the name of Jesus. So it didn't happen that day. That's why the confession came. I said, because I kept having to say it. And then one day, I realized, where did it go? It was gone. Hallelujah. So I'm quickened every time, you know, something happens. It may not be physical, but something, you know, shows its ugly little head. Oh, no. Uh-uh. I can use that same confession. Oh, no. No, no, no. I said. I said. Yes. So we keep saying. We keep the confession going. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, Hallelujah, hallelujah. So that is um, a scenario for you of taking your authority. So just walking that out and showing you one one way, not the only way, taking your authority looks like. So when you sit in your seat, the scripture for that, the steps for that that I've been taught are in Ephesians 1. So I'm going to ask my sweet little friend back there to pull that up. And I'm going to... If you are not familiar with, with this, if taken your authority, uh, our spiritual mother, Billy Brim, has taught us this. It's a revelation that the Lord gave to her. And so Patrick and I do this uh, together. We do it individually. And uh, before we were going to the Middle East last year, we saw her and uh, told her what our plans were and she said you sit in your seat and you take your authority every day you plead you pray the 91st psalm it's not li- it's not like here over there it's different over there you take your authority so her steely blue eyes and that finger you know was like Ugh. okay so i personalized this passage of ephesians chapter 1 starting with verse 17 and going into chapter two. So here we go. Y'all can just look up there, but listen to me and you can even say it, okay? God of my Lord Jesus Christ, Father of glory, grant me more and more of the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Grant the eyes of my understanding to be enlightened so that I may know what is the hope of your calling and what are the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of your power to me. As a believer, according to the working of your mighty power, which you wrought in Christ when you raised him from the dead and you set him at your own right hand in the heavenlies, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body. I am his body. The fullness of him that filleth all in all. Ephesians 2.1. Four, five, and six. So let me just read these. And me have you quickened when I was dead in trespasses and sins. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith he loved me, even when I was dead in sins, hath quickened me together with Christ. By grace are ye saved. And hath raised me up together and made me sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. When he quickened Jesus, he quickened me. When he raised Jesus, he raised me. When he seated Jesus at his right hand, he seated me in him. Therefore, in him, I am seated far above all all, all principality, power, might, and dominion, and every name that is named. And in the name of Jesus, I will now rule and reign over the powers of darkness, because the Lord told me in Romans five seventeen, For I have received abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness, therefore I now reign as a king in my life by one Jesus Christ. So kingdom of darkness... You listen to me. I hold the blood of Jesus in the name of Jesus over all things pertaining to me. And I forbid you having anything to do with fill in the blank. I hold the blood of Jesus in the name of Jesus against you. You will not cross this bloodline that's drawn around my house while I'm gone or when I'm there. Our car When we're traveling, all vehicles of transportation for us, our finances, our seed sown, and our harvest. Devil, get out of our harvest path in Jesus' name. You just fill in the blank. You can do it brushing your teeth. Well, I guess you can't because you can't say (laughs) brushing your teeth. Putting on your makeup. Maybe shaving. You guys can do that. Hallelujah. All right. There we go. That's part one. Praise God. The other part is Psalm 91 because our lovely spiritual mother told us to do that. So we are going to do that. And I'm reading out of the New King James Version. And it's personalized Hallelujah! I dwell in the secret place of the Most High, I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I say of the Lord, you are my refuge and my fortress. My God, in you I will trust. Surely you deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. You cover me with your feathers, and under your wings I take refuge. Your truth is my shield and buckler. I am not afraid of the terror by night. I am not afraid of the arrow that flies by day. I am not afraid of the pestilence that walks in darkness. I am not afraid of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at my side and 10,000 at my right hand, but it shall not come near me. Only with my eyes will I see it. That means... It could, I, will, I am going to be an eyewitness to all of this that's coming against me to be snuffed out and paralyzed. How, because we're in this refuge. Hallelujah. Only with my eyes shall I look and see the reward of the wicked. Because I have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the Most High, my dwelling place, No evil shall befall me, nor shall any plague come near my dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over me to keep me in all my ways. In their hands they shall bear me up, lest I dash my foot against a stone. So let's just look at this. In their hands they shall bear me up. So they have to be close enough to you to catch you, to bear you up. Like, right here maybe? (laughs) I like to think that. Praise God. So we have our own security detail. In the unseen realm. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. 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 They bear me up. Lest I dash my foot against a stone. I shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. I will trample underfoot because I have set my love. This is what the father is saying. So I'm going to read it like he says it. Because you have set your love upon me, therefore, I will deliver you. I will set you on high because you have known my name. You call upon me. And I will answer you. I will be with you in trouble. I will deliver you and honor you. With long life, I will satisfy you and show you my salvation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. You are faithful, Father, to your word, to your promises. We rejoice in your faithfulness to us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I gather all my loved ones under this refuge in this shelter near and far in different lands. I gather them into this shelter in Jesus' name, under the blood covering in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, Last month and even just a little while ago, uh, while Pastor Greg, um, thank you for this opportunity. You know, we see them a lot at various meetings, but we never have time to sit and talk. It's just like, hi, bye, got to go. And so it's really sweet to be here with them and have, you know, uninterrupted fellowship. And um, I submit to you. Um, last month at uh, the, our Pastor Hankins, uh, their partner meeting, Pastor Mark asked Pastor Greg to get up and testify, and he testified of how you have been increasing. And so I know this is not just financial increase, because you are increasing in your soul. First, John. Beloved, I pray above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So he's taking, he's covering, you know, some financial prosperity, some health prosperity, some soulish prosperity, the whole man prosperity. And um, when we had a, uh, you know, confirmed to come, I I already immediately hone in to the Holy Ghost about what do you want for this opportunity what, what are you, how do you want to use this what, what, what are you doing but when he said that I knew and the Holy Ghost has been helping me um, when, when the Lord increase comes because the Lord can trust you it's, it's not the only way but I mean he, he can give you more he says in Luke um, I'll just read it Luke 16 I uh, refer to it. Um, the father can find you trustworthy with little things, with mammon, and with that which belongs to another, whether it be mammon or God. And so when he finds you trustworthy, because you're not, you can do without the money. It's more worth, to you, you get a revelation of, it's worth more for me to sow than it is to hold on to. And it's worth more to sow it into the kingdom, so the kingdom can expand and God can establish His kingdom in the earth, than me holding on to it. Proverbs, Pastor Mark reads: uh, uh, "He who he scatters, he who scatters increases, but he who withholds, he decreases." Amen. So you scatter abroad to where as the Lord leads you. And uh, what came to me was that. God means you to go higher, Even, and, and you're breaking records, but there are no limits to God's giving. There's no limits to how much he wants to increase you, except your capacity to receive from him. So how do we increase our capacity to receive from the Father? Because he's clearly finding you faithful and wants to increase you more and more and more. So I'm going to read to you a prophecy of Brother Kenneth Hagin. It's a portion of it from April, 1983. Being conscious of a mighty move in your spirit, wanting and desiring to do the will of God, but don't try to do it yourself. Just learn to relax and to flow with the spirit. Don't try to figure it out in your head, What does he want me to do? Just learn to relax and flow with the Spirit. It'll take care of itself. You don't have to worry. I just wonder. I know there's something. I know there's something he wants me to do. Fine. Just keep on praying. And just flow with the Spirit. You'll not come into the full potential of what God has for you tomorrow, the next week, or next month. Some, this is back in 83, Some will not even come into the full potential of what God has for you next year. Some will not for quite a period of time. But as you're faithful and as you're trained and as you learn to yield, you'll move eventually into that place that he had for you all along. Glory to God. But you see, moving into that place of ministry or whatever it is, whether it's full-time ministry or pulpit ministry or personal ministry Or whatever your place is in the body of Christ. Moving into that place is fueled by prayer, fired by the Spirit, and ignited with His glory. Hallelujah to Jesus, glory to God, but you see, if there's no fuel there, there's nothing to ignite. Notice the Spirit said, fueled by prayer, fired by the Spirit ignited with his glory you have to stop and analyze that there's a difference between firing igniting you see it's like the furnace there's a pilot light there that fires the thing and then when the whole thing has become ignited then the heat flows out but you see if there's no fuel there there's nothing to fire if there's no fuel there's nothing to fire fueled by prayer hallelujah hallelujah So if there's no limit to God's giving except his children's capacity to receive from him, how do we increase our capacity? Um, I'm going to do some quoting from a teaching that Pastor Mark has on, I think it's the secret language of the Holy Ghost or something like that. I can't remember. It's in their app, and I highly recommend you get it and remember the title because (laughs) I can't remember it right now. If we give ourselves to him... In prayer, in other tongues, if we give our time to him, then he has something to multiply. Yeah. So you are a seed. Jesus was a seed. That seed died, and that seed rose again. And now multitudes. We are, mul- we are part of the multitude of his harvest. So we are alive. We sow ourselves to the things of God. We sow to the Spirit, and from the Spirit we reap eternal life. Hallelujah. It is an act of faith to yield to the Holy Ghost and to pray in other tongues. The moment that you yield to the Holy Spirit with an act of faith to pray in the Spirit, something supernatural happens in your faith. The Holy Spirit doesn't give you faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. But when you're praying, Jude 20, praying in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit encourages your faith. Uh, Brother Hagin tells testimonies of people who, I mean, they would come in the line to be healed, be healed, but once they got baptized with the Holy Ghost, started speaking in tongues, got healed, never got sick ever again. So the Holy Spirit is helping your faith. Hallelujah. We need the Holy Spirit. The way that we receive and respond to the Holy Spirit will determine how you receive everything from God, how you receive your healing, how you receive wisdom and revelation. We need the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit who will take our receiving from God to a whole new level. So here are some testimonies. Smith Wigglesworth, our only safeguard from dropping back to our natural mind from which we can receive nothing from God. Okay, so let's just delineate that. There's no increase in God if you're walking in the natural. There's only increase in God when you are walking after God, when you're walking in the light of the things that you know, pursuing the light, doing the word. Being a doer of the word, you get blessed. You increase. Hallelujah. Uh, our only safeguard from dropping back to our natural mind, from which we can receive nothing from God, is to be filled and filled again with the Holy Spirit. I want to get you out beyond all human thoughts and plans and into the fullness of the vision of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are commanded by God to be filled with the Spirit, and the measure you fail of that, you are that far short of the plan of God for your life. Howard Carter, speaking with other tongues is not only the initial evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but is the continual evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit and being filled, being filled, continually filled. Speaking with other tongues is a flowing stream that should never dry up. It will enrich your life spiritually and assist in your worship of God. So uh, let's think about that in regards to tonight and our worship service. Just yielding to the Holy Ghost, praying in other tongues. We're mindful those rivers of living water of living utterance are coming out. We thank you. In our individual uh, devotions, but also in the corporate setting, when we come together and give ourselves to the Holy Ghost, power is available. It's not just exclusively available in that corporate anointing, but in your devotions as well. But the multiplication, what God can do in a place where there is agreement, where there is harmony, unbroken fellowship. Hallelujah. And if you got the Holy Ghost, you got fire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, so now I'm going to get on into how this increase comes. This is a, um, I, I tried to find the actual Brother Hagen where he's telling this himself, but this is Pastor Mark, and he refers to this all the time. The most spectacular miracles, this is Brother Hagen. the most spectacular miracles that ever happened in my life and ministry, the greatest financial miracles that ever happened in my life, happened after an extended period of time, Praying in other tongues. Extended period of time means more than one hour. So there's, um, you may have heard this before, um, of hitting a gusher, you know, in the oil fields. I come from Texas and lived in Oklahoma and worked for an oil company, and I used to have to go out to the rigs, and I could see sometimes when they would hit it, you know, the whatever, the oil will come out, and um, so when I came over into the things of God, and I heard that expression, I thought, that's my goal, is to hit that, that, that river, and it's not here, it's here, and so you have to, you gotta, you need the help of the Holy Ghost to just clear your mind, clear your thoughts, and just stay with him, and if you hit an hour, you know, the brother, the brother uh, Hagen story is after 20 minutes. You know, it seemed like an hour. Nothing happened. It's like, all right, you know, another 20 minutes goes by. Whatever. He hits an hour and nothing. And he's and the devil says, "You wasted an hour. You could have been preparing for your sermon." I mean, the devil. Fancy that. He would tell you to go pray and pre- get ready to preach the gospel. So Brother Hagin just kept at it and uh, several hours. I think it was six hours, but he hit a gusher. And after that, it never took him six hours again. Because you you become in tune with the Holy Spirit. It doesn't, you're just, you're familiar with those waters and you you just recognize him. You're acquainted with him. I confess that. Holy Spirit, I am acquainted with you. I know you're here. I know you're in me. I recognize you. I'm yielding to you. Praise you. Hallelujah. So, Brother Hagin, listen to this again. The most spectacular miracles that ever happened, that ever happened in his long life and ministry, and the greatest financial miracles that ever happened in his life happened after an extended period of time of praying in other tongues in the Holy Ghost. Extended period of time means more than one hour. Paul, the Apostle Paul, we have the scriptures in the New Testament, the letters to us, and the vast majority of them he received by praying in tongues. So praying in tongues, I'm going to step out and say this because we have some instances that I believe, this, I believe this is what happened to them. Paul, when he was caught up, Paul, when he received the download from Jesus himself of in Christ, I believe he got it taken up in there because he had been praying in other tongues for extended periods of time. So imagine the, the, the illumination you can receive about things in your life, about your future, if you would spend time praying in the Holy Ghost, listening to the Holy Ghost. You could have visions. You could have dreams of the Holy Ghost teaching you, showing you things to come. Uh, John the Beloved, when he received this revelation of Jesus. He is exiled on an island. The beloved. So we know in the, in the Gospels how they referred to him, and he referred to himself as the one that Jesus loved. So there was a love walk that John had at the time maybe similar, close to what Jesus had. Because after Jesus was resurrected and John is, you know, he, he's filled with the Holy Ghost and power and love, the Holy Ghost is giving him a revelation of the love of God. That you may be strengthened with might by the Holy Ghost in your inner man so that you can know the love of God, the length, the breadth, the depth, and height. So... Jesus, they couldn't touch him before his time, but then he yielded because he knew it was his time. Love. John, they wanted to kill him, but they couldn't. I believe because he prayed in tongues, he walked in love, and he was untouchable until it was his time. Hallelujah. On the day of Pentecost, the hundred and twenty are there. You know, they're not speaking in tongues. What are you doing for all that time? Waiting and waiting and waiting. I, I think they were quoting Jesus. Well, Jesus said, Jesus said the whole, you know, the Holy Spirit's gonna come, the Holy Spirit's gonna do this. So we're waiting for what he said. So they have a degree of expectation because of what Jesus told them was gonna come. Go wait. For this, well, what does it look like? Is somebody going to walk in the door? No, somebody's going to blow in the door and sit on you like fire. Hallelujah. And Peter gets up and says, this is that. This is that. Joel prophesied that in the end, my spirit, the spirit of God, the Holy Ghost is going to come back into the earth in Jesus' name and fill up men. Hallelujah, and give them dreams and visions, and kids have dreams and visions and prophesy. Well, how are you going to get that? Praying in tongues for extended periods of time. Can I get an amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. So, you know, we're in the last days. Glory to God. Bashtene morobo de badevra batendo uncamanen. Eo du pani is prapa neto hufalabran. Hehe nombe isteleibra fale don ombosem. Halitu urope ending galabisti lafran. Ambosele ifalan neman. Andokula bastin. Eh he heho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the homones, thank you. And the how you glorify your church. It's how you glorify your church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's how you fill up everything everywhere with yourself, with yielded vessels yielded vessels, yielded to the Holy Ghost, controlled by the Holy Ghost, filled with the Word, aha, filled with fire. Ha, ha, ha. And it's not just for you. It's a for the entire. Hallelujah. And community. Hallelujah. And in your daily walk. And the and how your hand can ex- extend, how your hand can reach beyond your address, this influence that's in you can reach to the uttermost parts of the world by praying in tongues. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 Esto lo faran lady Ipran. Adolfo Boseni e baleforoston. Jesus, ele bosay. How you ahavosen. You know ahamba uh, sekilitan. Aha, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know when Jesus went up to the mountain and took uh Peter, James and John and Now, we know Jesus prayed in the Holy Ghost. Jesus saw Moses and Elijah. Is it Elijah? And this glory, the disciples saw it. This glory transfigured him. Well, I believe that wasn't the first time it happened to Jesus. It's the only time it was written down, though. But it wasn't the first time it happened to him. So if that happens to Jesus in his prayer time, from his prayer time, I reckon it should be happening to us. Why, why not? Why not? It, did, it added to Jesus' walk. It didn't take away from him, so there's a purpose in it. I believe it says that they talked to Jesus about what was to come in the following days. So the Holy Ghost is going to show us things to come by visions and dreams and, and um, prophesying is, is things to come. So we must position ourselves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And your pastor doesn't live at your address. He's not going to come in there and check and see if you spent two hours. No, we are, you know, responsible for ourselves. But I'll tell you what your pastor will know when you come to church. You've been doing something. That something's happening. Because you will have a supply of the Spirit to bring to this corporate gathering. You will have a supply of the Spirit that this corporate gathering, it will overflow into the community and beyond. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, don't. Don't let these four walls keep your vision small. Yes, we need covering. We need shelter. And we love that. And air conditioning and heating and comfy seats. But Jesus is coming. And he is going to have a glorified church. He's going to have a church that is built up in faith. And I believe when he does come, oh, y'all, we're going to, well, I think hair on the back of our necks are going to stand up. Because I believe, I don't know, I just sense in my spirit that I will be praising the Lord. I, I will just find myself wherever I am. Oh, I worship you, Jesus. Boop, gone. I don't know. You can, you know, come up with your own imagination. (laughs) It's going to be it. It's going to happen. It's good. God does all things well. Remember that. God does all things well. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So I, I think... I know we are kind of, it could be that you get out before noon. Can you imagine? (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're going to do some praying, though. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sowing to the Spirit and speaking unto God, oh, led by the Holy Ghost, enlarges the walls of our being, makes room for more capacity to receive from him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, glory to God. Mm. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, let there be nothing, let there be nothing separating me from you. Oh, if you are the vine and I am the branch, I don't want to make any effort or exertion on my own. I want only to say what I hear you say. I want only to do what you show me to do. I want only to have your thoughts, your feelings, your intentions, your motives, your purposes. This way I am flowing in you. Simultaneous. In sync. As one. Hallelujah. And every, oh Father, I've said this before. Everything I have is a seed to sow, even me. I am not attached to the things, Father. I am not attached to the things, Father. So they are seed to me. They're more valuable as seeds sown than they are to hold on to. I thank you for giving me seed to sow. I thank you that you gave me a will. You gave me breath. And I sow it unto you. I sow it unto you, Father. Unto you, O oh Lord, do I bring my time. Time, 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 time. Oh, Fale de Bokiniala. It is, yes, the most valuable commodity that you possess. Because you can never get it back. So spend your time wisely, redeeming the time, not squandering it on whatever we feel like doing. Hallelujah. 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 So to you, church, the Father means you to come up higher. He means you to increase more and more and more because you are faithful with another man's vision. He can trust you. He needs trustworthy children in order to establish his covenant, his kingdom in the earth. Laborers must be thrust forth into his field to reap his harvest. I'm just going to say this. I perceive at this day and age, When Jesus said that, I believe he was looking forward, but the only laborers were men. And then these things were written down, and so now there's men and parchment to travel. And then as knowledge increased, uh, there became, you could produce paper, you could produce the printed page en masse with that technology. And as we approach the 21st, you know, the Industrial Revolution, uh, the the 19th century, 20th century, and now, laborers, laborers, we're talking about laborers being thrust forth. We're talking about people. We're talking about media. We're talking about podcasts and videos and radio, audio, that... There's some places in Africa where if if you if you can get hold of a little radio and batteries you can hear the gospel there's waves they can hear the gospel and there's no physical man there but it's a labor it's a tool where someone can hear the gospel the good news so whatever form the laborer takes it requires money so Let the Lord show you how you can help people. You are a people. You are one of them. You carry that treasure in you. That Jesus is Lord. God is good. God is love. And he has a plan for people's lives. Hell is real. Hell is torment. And there will be people that go there. But God is giving people time He's giving people time to repent, to change. I mean, the flood of the gospel over airwaves, over every type of media that we know of right now is an opportunity for someone to catch it, a billboard, a track. He's merciful. He's good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. So... Um, there's a prayer that Jesus prayed in John 17 I believe it is I didn't give this to you I totally forgot about it Uh, I think it's 17 16 or 17 his father the hour has come that one but I'm gonna for us as a body because Jesus is the head of the church and you are his body if he's the head this is Jesus And you are the body, the body, okay? And there are lots of parts in this body. And you are here, a part of this local body. And you are firmly fitted. God put you here to work together for his plans and his purposes. And he put you here together to stop the strategies of the enemy and to speak God's perfect will in the earth. So Jesus prayed. He knows he's He has decided in the garden the greatest, greatest decision is to be fully, fully acquainted with man, with humanity. So much such tormenting decision that blood was coming out of him in the garden. We'll never, ever know that kind of anguish. He tasted it for us. The decision is a vocal one. In our spirit, man, Jesus, I receive you as Lord. So he's getting ready to go, and he's saying this prayer looking forward. And here we are, the body of Christ, looking forward to his return. But the laborers have a work to do. All of us laborers have a work to do before he comes so, hallelujah. Yeah, Father has come. Okay, so I, I'm going to personalize this prayer. And it's a prayer for his body. Father, glorify your body. Glorify us. How is he going to glorify us? Well, Jesus said only what he heard the Father say. Well, we, let's go back, back. Jesus spent time in the word. The Bible says he found himself in the word. So he spent time in the synagogue. He, he knew. He knew the Bible, the Torah. He knew. That's how he could quote. I mean, just when you're reading the Gospels, I, it's amazing. It's just, it said, you know, the prophet said, the prophet said, it was said because it was said. Well, we could do the same thing. It is said of us that this is the time back then on the day of Pentecost. Joe prophesied years, thousands of years that this is what's going to happen to the church. That prophecy is still today for you and me, for the church, that the Spirit of God is poured out upon you to do the works of Jesus and greater. Hallelujah. So in your own, I'll, I'll go slow so you can confess it too. Father, the hour is come. Glorify the body of Christ, that this body also may glorify you. As you have given this body power over all flesh by the name of Jesus, that this body should give the gospel to as many as you put in our path. And this eternal life is that they will know the true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. The body of Christ is glorifying you on the earth. As we finish the work which you gave us to do, and now, O Father, you glorify the body of Christ with your own self, with the glory which Jesus had with you before the world was, we are manifesting your name unto men. Glorify, fill up everything everywhere with yourself. Manifest yourself in our midst, in our unbroken fellowship. As we come to you in love and in unity, we present to you our hearts and a place for you to demonstrate. We desire more than you just hovering over us. We are born of you. We are alive unto you. Pour into us as we yield ourselves to you. We desire you to consume us with holy fire so that we may glorify you and establish your kingdom in the earth. Hallelujah. So I'm going to ask you to stand. We're just praying the Holy Ghost for a little bit. Farithun, koma no fele bisi lava labase do. Ombegi, iya ra ani maini yala. haba, haleba hilaba iyo sumioka. Ambas yala shingede. A lo foro, be glorified, be glorified, be high and lifted up. Our God, our Father God is greater than all. Almighty God, you are greater than all. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the great plan of redemption. Alibosilaifra, oh, almighty God, your great and intense love for us. wherewith with you, love us. Oh, you saved us. You delivered us. Oh, and you brought us up. Oh, brought us up. We're one with you. We're one with you, we're one with you. Oh, Selepati, we give ourselves to you. We sow our lives, our time to you. He jobro, fali do dofre, for your perfect will to be done in our lives, in the earth, si Be glorified, be glorified in this body, in this church, and their purpose, and their plan the plan, the plan for this church the plan, the glorious plan the plan, the plan for this land every hand to the plow and yes as we speak spend time in the spirit praying in tongues we'll see things to come and we'll know, we'll know, we'll know by the Holy Ghost. And we make room for the Holy Ghost, for the gifts of the Spirit. As you will come, for you to demonstrate, as you will. Oh, and every individual, every individual, as the Holy Spirit leads, as the Holy Spirit wills, operating in the gifts of the Spirit. Eh, to bless others, to bless others. Hallelujah. It's to bring you up, it's to bring you up more, it's to increase you more now. It's to increase you. The purpose is that you, God means for you to increase more and more and more. That's the purpose of this 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 whole deal. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah.